you are listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange and unusual, supernatural, paranormal, creepy, scary, gross, sticky, and all around weird. And this is actually the first episode of Keep It Weird. It's so welcome. Uh, My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hey, weirdos. Hey, weirdos. Each episode of Keep It Weird is going to be focusing on one topic, be it aliens, ghosts, the Bermuda Triangle, uh, the multiverse theory, serial killers, you name it. And each week, we hope to bring you new guests, um, either friends of ours who have had experiences they can't explain or are obsessed with a certain topic, or even experts on um, whatever it is that we're talking about. And uh, we hope that you also want to participate in the podcast with us. Each week, we're going to be asking you to share your stories with us in hopes that we can share them on our show and with other listeners of the show. So this first episode, though, it's just the two of us, and we just kind of wanted to talk about the show and ourselves and introduce ourselves and who we are and why we're so into the occult. So do you want to start? Sure. This is Lauren. (laughs) Hey, I'm Lauren. Yeah, we are both into all things weird, which is what bonded us together. But um, yeah, we wanted to go into just a little background about us and kind of why we're into this. And I think we can both agree that scary movies is probably the number one thing. Scary movies is the number one thing. Yeah, just an absolute passion for scary movies. But I've just kind of always been an all-around weirdo, like when I really think about it and look back into my childhood I grew up just constantly talking to myself. (laughs) My imagination was always running wild. And the only reason I say that is because my mom would literally look out into the backyard while she was doing the dishes and I would just be like running in circles in the backyard talking to myself. And she never really knew if it was me talking to a ghost or if I was talking to an imaginary friend and wrapped up in my head. And to be honest, I'm not really sure which one it is either because... There are some stories and rumors that our house growing up was haunted, so Ooh. it's definitely a thing that I'm sure we'll talk about on future episodes. Yes, we will. But yeah, I always was labeled a little bit of a weirdo, even in school. I was teased a ton growing up because I was talking to myself at recess and just always in you my were own just head. That kid. I was the weirdo. <laughs> like I was totally that kid. I only had like two friends in grade school. Um, like I was that weirdo that was running around like, who wants to play imaginary games? Oh, no. and, yeah, for sure. When I was little, yeah. I remember one time I tried to, to convince my friends I was a werewolf, <laughs> but it only happened at night or when it was dark and they were like, prove it. So I like covered my eyes and howled. <laughs> did they did buy it at that point? No, sure. <laughs> no one bought it. Right. But no. see, like, that's why we are kindred spirits. We're meant to be. Because I mm-hmm. did the same thing where I was trying to convince people I was a witch. I was trying to get, convince people that I'd been held hostage before. Like, oh I, my wanted, God. Like, I wanted my life to be like this creepy Jesus. thing. I know. I was such a weirdo. And like the games <laughs> I liked to play were like ghost games like I would when I'd be running around kind of in my head in the backyard I was either pretending that I lived in a haunted house or else going in the total opposite direction like pretending I was being kidnapped like oh my god I played really weird games me and my is... little sister would play scream because mm. we had a scream costume from the movie scream the ghost, oh, the face, ghost face costume and uh, one of us would be Scream, and the other one would, like, hide in the house somewhere, and then Scream would come. It was, like, hide and seek, but you got murdered at the end. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
we yeah, are weirdos forever. Yeah. And oh I remember one time, speaking of like wanting to be a witch, I had a friend who said she was a witch and it was like, yeah, right. But I want to be one too. Can you make me one? And she was like, yeah. So she brought me over to like make me a witch and she smeared like tuna salad on my arm. And she said that, like, that was part of the process. Oh, my God. And I remember very, like, distinctly getting tuna salad smeared on my arm and being like, well, this is it. My whole (laughs) life's changing. (laughs) My life is new. (laughs) And we're both from Illinois. Yeah. Um, Small towns, Small towns. Peoria is where Lauren is from. And I'm from Centralia, Illinois. And this is kind of interesting. I found, well, I didn't find this out. I, like, always knew this, but I actually, like, looked it up. The most, one of the most haunted cities in the Midwest is almost equidistant from the towns you and I grew up in. That's crazy. I know. Where so, is it? uh it's a little over two hours away from Peoria and a little under two hours away from Centralia, but it's Alton, Illinois. Oh, yes! We've yeah. talked about this. It's actually in the running for, like, most haunted town in America. But we have an entire episode dedicated to, like, paranormal and supernatural, like, hot spots. So we'll get into more about Alton, Illinois later. But, yeah, it's, it's like, have you ever been to Alton? I haven't. Really? No. It's wonderful. It's, like, right on the Mississippi River. Okay. It's creepy as shit. But I just thought that was interesting. That's, like, we did not meet in Illinois, by the way. We met in Los Angeles, huh, six Probably six, six years, years ago now. I've been here for seven years. Yeah, I've been and here I know eight. I met you in my first year in LA. I don't yeah. think we became friends till like my second year in LA. Right. We met in LA and found out we were from pretty close to each other. I would say three and a half hours. Right. We grew up three and a half hours away Something from each like other. Just pretty nuts. Yeah. And Illinois in itself is just kind of like maybe it's Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> It's all Lincoln. Maybe Lincoln did it. <laughs> Lincoln brings people together, you know. <laughs> so scary movies. That's kind of that's the where I thing. got into it. I mean, when I was little, I didn't really grow up watching Disney movies. Like, I've seen The Jungle Book, obviously. We watched The Jungle Book. But, like, I've never seen Snow White. I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. You're nuts. I just didn't. I know. To you, that's probably like blasphemous. I'm a Disney crazy person. I never really watched those because I was, I was watching Terminator Two with my dad when Terminator Two came out. What was that? Nineteen ninety two. Yeah, ninety two or ninety three. So I was five, you know. So I was already watching Terminator Two, and I remember. Um, so my dad and I were always watching like sci fi movies, like Alien and. Terminator and Total Recall was a big one. And then my aunt, my mom's youngest sister, would always babysit me. And she got me into, like, the hardcore stuff. So, like, I remember, I know, I remember watching um, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight for the first time. (laughs) I thought that was the coolest shit I had ever seen in my entire life. I was obsessed with it. I watched it probably a thousand times. (laughs) And then my other aunt, my mom's older sister, found out how much I was obsessed with it. And I didn't have HBO, but she had HBO. So she would, like, HBO would play, like, the day-long marathons of Tales from the Crypt. Mm -hmm. It would be, like, an entire season. And my aunt would record them on VHS and then mail them to me. Oh, my gosh. So Tales from the Crypt was just 
that was my jam. Yeah. I was just, and and then that led to the watching scary movies led to reading scary stuff, which is I think I feel like I missed out on like childhood stuff because I never watched or I never read Harry Potter, like the Harry Potter series. I right. never read it. Remember you because that. by the time Harry Potter came out and it was like a huge thing, I was already reading Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So, you were like advanced. You were too yeah. advanced for Harry I, I was Potter. too advanced. <laughs> it was like I had already read It, which is a book yeah. for not for children no, at all. No children not. should read that book. But I was already reading It and I was obsessed with Stephen King. And then Harry Potter came out and like all my friends were like, you have to read this. And I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't Let agree me teach with you, you on. Some I lessons. love Harry Potter, but I I understand you. Oh, for way. sure. I guarantee, had I not been reading the books that I was reading, Harry Potter would have been. Totally. I would have been all over it. You're number one. Witches, warlocks, or wizards. Wizards, yeah. Okay, there might be be a warlock involved. No, I don't know. Probably are they witches? <laughs> They're witches and wizards. Okay. Yeah. Are the women witches? The women are and witches. And the men are witches? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you didn't like that one bit. <laughs> mm, no, okay. I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but that's fine. So, yeah, so we're from Illinois. We met out here. I would definitely say that we, maybe not, I think we would have become friends anyway, but I definitely think we became way closer friends because we like weird stuff totally because i we could just talk about it forever that's the thing is we met being extras on a tv show so for any of you we that don't, don't know that. <laughs> i won't say too much about it but for anyone who doesn't know you can actually get paid to be an extra on television that's a job in los angeles that we used to do back in the day it's not glamorous. You're treated nope. like cattle and it kind of sucks. You're only fed sugar. Yep, exactly. It's just like pa- potato chips and candy. But um, that's how we met. So in a way, we're very grateful for it. But we would sit and talk about scary movies, creepy shit, blood, all things gross. Blood. And people would just like walk away from <laughs> us or just totally tune us out, put their head in a book. Like we were ignored, but we had each other to lean on. And that was when I knew we're going to be good friends. It was like, oh, Ashley will talk about this weird stuff with me and everyone else is kind of turning their head. Yeah, we would always have girls nights and be like, bring wine and cheese and crackers. And like, it would basically be like, hi, how are you? How's your life? Good. How's yours? It's garbage dump trash fire. But anyways, ghosts. And like, that's what every night turned into. Yeah. And and uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I love it. I, love, I love I love ghosts. I love witches. I just everything weird can hold my attention for such a long time, longer than most things in this world. And it's so hard to find those people that you can talk about it with. Because like I said, growing up, I never had that except for my sister. Shout out to Julia. Julia. I'm sure she's listening to this. I think she's already a fan of Keep It Weird. But um, she always would talk about the weird with me growing up but now we're thousands and thousands of miles away from each other so it's like ashley's my new my, <laughs> my new, new girl julia. To lean on. yeah the new julia to lean you on call, if you ever get sad you can just call me julia okay julia can we talk about scary yeah. things all right and when we do when we say that we are into the occult please do not think that we are saying we worship satan or that we study witchcraft i guess you don't study perform witchcraft 
Mm-hmm. Study witchcraft? I think you could say either, mm. but we do neither. We don't do either. I mean, I would if someone would ma- smear some tuna on my arm and make me a <laughs> fucking witch. Get some tuna salad. I'd be a witch. I don't care. But no, I actually printed out. Hold on. Where are they? The definition of the occult, for anyone who doesn't know, um, the occult is knowledge of the hidden. The occult refers to knowledge of the paranormal as opposed to the knowledge of the measurable, uh, which is usually referred to as science. It's always, it says it's sometimes mistaken to mean knowledge that is uh, meant for only certain people, but really it's just simply the study of a deeper spiritual reality that extends beyond pure reason and the physical sciences. That's all it is. So if anyone's like, I'm an occultist, all that means is that they study mysterious stuff and that's it. They're not like carving upside down crosses into their flesh. What are you about to say? (laughs) (laughs) Not carving weird symbols. We're not lighting crosses on fire. We're not worshiping Satan. It it literally is just like the interest in paranormal. And then paranormal... Uh, paranormal events are phenomena described in pop culture, folklore, and other non-scientific bodies of knowledge whose existence within these contexts is described to lie beyond normal experience or scientific explanation. Basically, I feel like when people talk about skepticism and being a skeptic, for example, that that means that you are, that you don't believe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the case. I, I think either. that you are either a believer, a non-believer, or a skeptic. And I think that you should be a skeptic. Totally. Because you're like, questioning things. Because you're questioning things. Yeah, and it's like nothing is beyond reason. So, for example, if you showed like video footage of Bigfoot to those three people, mm-hmm. The believer would like watch the video and be like, that's Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. There's no other explanation. That's 100% Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. And then the non-believer would look at it and be like, that's stupid. Shut up. Bigfoot doesn't exist. (laughs) I hate you. You're an idiot. Turn this off. Turn it off. And then the skeptic would go, well, that's really interesting. Holy crap. That could be Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Could be a guy in a suit. Mm Mm-hmm. But it also could, I wasn't there, it could be Bigfoot. I don't know. So I think it's important to be a skeptic above all. Because even, you know, I have had so many experiences throughout my life that I can't explain. Mm -hmm. So many things have happened, whether it be like um, experiences with like ghosts, if you will, or, you know, like... Uh, demons, mm-hmm. UFOs. I've yeah. had a lot of stuff that I cannot explain, and I still am not a believer. Yeah, you're still questioning, saying, "Well, it could have been." Yeah, this. I'm still like, "That was crazy." Yeah, I can't explain it. Completely I have agree. no explanation for you of what happened, but I can't tell you it's a ghost. Right. Totally. And, and I, I think, think that's, that's a good place to be. That's where you should live. Yeah, with be a this skeptic. stuff. Be a skeptic. Always, you know, be open to believing in something more than what's proven by science. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I think it's good and to be open to that world. Just diving into it and being like, it's all real. It's all true. Because that kind of puts you almost in a crazy category if you're just yeah. running around like yes. preaching like this is the truth. But this is um, the truth. Ghosts I also are think, real. yeah, I think it's good to believe there are things beyond ourselves and have an open mind to that while also still questioning and saying, okay, well, science is also saying this. So let's kind of throw both thing- both things in the mix. And I think that opens it up for conversation too, which is exactly what we want this podcast to be. We want it to be Mm -hmm. an open conversation that everyone can be a part of and everyone can contribute to. And we never want to be people that are just saying, this is this. Yes. And and keeping an open mind is so important. I mean, I know, you know, we say we encourage discussion and we do. I want this show to be a discussion you know the people that we bring on as guests are going to be very open-minded people i'm never gonna bring someone on who's like i don't believe in ghosts because it's like well i don't have anything to say to you then like what am i supposed to what do we do with this what do we do i can't go anywhere we would get shut down at every corner i'd be like well one time this happened to me it was really interesting and they'd be like well i don't believe that and i'd be like cool and this has been Keep It Weird. Thank you <laughs> and we're so done. much for listening. Ten I don't minutes have any. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to give. That's all I have to give. I know, that's so true. So, yeah, we want to keep this open. The people that come on will have open conversations, and we're always going to keep the Facebook group open for everyone to bring in their own questions and debates. I love and... hearing stories. I know. I want to hear stories from I've never, all over. ever heard a story ever that I wasn't like. Hanging on every word. word. Totally. That's fascinating. Yeah. Whether it happened or not. Every TV show that's like extreme ghost hunting. I'm like, (laughs) these guys are, they might be crazy. I don't care. I'm watching it. I'm watching every, oh, speaking of, I have to talk to you about this because I don't know if you know about it and you'll love it. On Hulu, there is a show. It's a three-part mini series. It's called The Enfield Haunting. Oh, which came out in 2015. Okay. I think each episode is like an hour long. I watched the whole thing yesterday. But totally it's the infield haunting as in what The Conjuring 2 is based off of. Oh my gosh. So it's Shut basically up. The Conjuring 2. Uh-huh. Only uh, it's a lot closer to what actually happened. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Because I Which, love The Conjuring too, but I know no they took... There's no Crooked Man. Oh, well then it's not worth it. The Crooked Man was the Do you remember the, the way we screamed when we saw The Crooked Man? Yes. I I think hands were up, bodies hands were, were like up. contorting. I, I described it later do. as my butthole going wah, 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 wah. <laughs> You guys, we it saw The, the Conjuring 2 together, and when The Crooked Man came on the screen, we didn't know what to do with I our bodies. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know how to be a person. No. And that's not a spoiler it. if you haven't seen it. And also, it's been out for a long time, so, so shut you up. you should see it. <laughs> but The Crooked Man is just too much. I have no sympathy much. for you. Also, our experience seeing The Conjuring 2, there was a man sitting behind us who we're not sure exactly what his deal was. Like, yeah, something was really going know. on with him, and he may, like, I I don't want to sound offensive here, he may have been mentally disturbed, or, like, either on drugs but or very drunk. But he growled through the whole movie. Yeah, so it made it that much more horrifying, because it'd be a quiet moment where clearly something was about to happen, you would just hear, like, 
room behind us and we were like, demon or person? Demon or person? You can't come see this demon movie and sit behind us and growl, sir. Oh my gosh. It was just team too much. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with him. But anyway, it intensified the experience. And it we've did. gone I off on a tangent. It. So, infield haunting. Oh, infield haunting. <laughs> you should watch it. It's so good. Sounds up my alley. Um, they didn't, uh, there were no warrants. I don't believe. There was a couple that came into the show. Whatever, you should just watch it. But there was a couple okay. that came into the show, but they didn't call them Ed and Lorraine. So I was kind of like, is there supposed to be the warrants? Were Ed and Lorraine actually part of that? Or was that just put into the movie? You know what? I don't remember. Okay. I read... I've read their book. Well, they have a couple books, but I've read their book, The Demonologist. It's one of my favorite books of all time. Um, I need to reread it, but it's basically like all of their cases. It that like goes case by case. And I, I don't some. remember the infield poltergeist being theirs being in the book but there was okay. so much shit in that book. I don't even know. And they had so many cases so it's like it yeah. could have slipped under but yeah, I'd be interested to know if the movie just took liberties and was like, this was Ed and Lorraine yeah. or if it was just some remember random this couple. Case? They yeah. were there probably. <laughs> Maybe. They were everywhere. Who knows? Why would they be here? Yeah. Any Ed and Lorraine Warren fans out there, shout out to us after you hear this episode because <laughs> we're obsessed with them and we'll talk about them all day. I know. I love her so much. I love her as a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. I love her creepy basement. <laughs> creepy basements for life. It's literally like what I would want my creepy basement to be. You want it to be it's like Lorraine everything Warren's basement. I want it to be. Like full of... My apartment's Random already things. kind of like that. I was going to say, you guys, I wish you could see Ashley's apartment right now because it's just full of random, creepy, and strange little things. Little tchotchkes. Little tchotchkes. Like, there's terrifying people looking at us on all sides of this room, and it's beautiful, slash, I will probably get killed here. No. That's how I feel. Well, I feel none of the none of the objects in the room that I know of are possessed by demons. <laughs> but, but <I> maybe also, <laughs> but i also like i'm not gonna rule out demonic possession sure that's <laughs> fair and also this house i mean this apartment it was kind of an accident it was like mm-hmm. every halloween i mean i've been here for four years and every halloween i go all out decorating and then every halloween when i put the decorations away you leave something up I don't put all the decorations away. Right. And then it just turns into, like, this past year when I decorated for Halloween, you couldn't really tell that I decorated for Halloween. (laughs) It was like, but there's cobwebs on stuff. Oh, weren't those always there? Is what most people would say when they enter this apartment. Oh, I just figured those were already already there. (laughs) Which Ashley just reminded me when she said that. Another fun thing we have in common, which it just goes along with loving all things weird and creepy. We both are obsessed with Halloween. Oh my God. We're those people who are counting down to October 1st. And as soon as it hits October 1st, it's basically, it's Halloween. Like the entire month is Halloween. I start celebrating in like August. Well, that's true. She plans her costumes very early on. It's a big deal what Ashley wears every year because she looks phenomenal every year. So it's like by May, we're all like, what are you going to (laughs) be? But like when October 1st hits, that's when it's officially like, this is Halloween. And we both are like just constantly dancing around the house and crying out to everyone that it's the best month of the year. And Halloween music. All my music. Yeah. I thought Joe was going to like lose his mind this past year. 
why were you like no the just most because like been? i you know every day i watch a scary movie mm-hmm. every day in october if i have the time to watch a movie even if it's just on like while i'm getting ready for work totally. or whatever i like, do the same every day there's a horror movie on and I don't think he's watched one since October. He was probably like, just like, like every never time again. I'm like, oh, we should watch. And he's like, I'm not really into it. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So maybe like one month a year we'll watch Scary <laughs> Just every day of October, other. watch them. And then the rest of the 11 yeah, months. Yeah, he was really struggling. Ugh. It got to the point where he's like, are there any scary movies that like aren't horror? Like, can we watch Saving Private Ryan? Is that scary <laughs> enough for you? I actually, this is kind of interesting. I love horror movies. I love, I I don't love the gory ones actually, but I love horror. I mean, I love Evil Dead. I love, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I can't watch Saving Private Ryan. I am the exact same. I can, I can stand horror gore, like a chainsaw can chop someone's arm off and I'm and like, blood okay. Splurts yeah, and I'm like, cool. Like, and like, yeah. I'm just like, yay, horror blood. It just, it doesn't strike me the same way. But in Saving Private Ryan, if I see a guy get shot in the face, I'm going to throw up all yeah. over the couch and I can't, I get weak to put my head between my legs. It's like, it's a thing. We went War to see, movies. did you see Green Room? No. Okay. Well, uh, it's, I guess it's a. I would say it's more of a thriller than a horror, but it's uh, it's one of Anton Yelkin, rest in peace, one of Anton Yelkin's last movies. It came out last summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in like a punk rock band, and they, uh, I don't even remember exactly what happens because I spent most of the time texting my mom in the bathroom <laughs> because it was so gory. Gory. I mean, Ooh. it was like. It was hyper-realistic gore. Um, Like, there's one point, spoiler alert, there's one point where, like, Anton, like, gets it, he he has his arm on one side of a door, and the other guy's on the other side of the door, and the guy, like, I don't remember, like, stabs his arm and, like, runs the blade down his arm and basically, like, fillets his arm. Nope. And. (laughs) Nope. It was so real, and it was so disgusting. Makes me want to cry just yeah. thinking about I it. I had to, I had to walk away. And then uh, I, when I finally came back in, I was out, I was texting my mom in the bathroom for like 20 minutes and I came back in and then I think I looked at the floor for most of the movie because I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. Nothing as, ex- I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I know there were Nazis. <laughs> it was weird. I, oh, I think gosh. I would have liked the movie. And, and I'm not saying like, oh, it was not a good movie because it was sure. too gory. I'm sure like some people, I know my Loved friend it. Garrett who loves that shit, went crazy for Green Room. But I was like, I couldn't physically watch it. So I get that. Oh, I'm the exact same way. And that's such a weird thing because, yeah, then we'll watch Evil Dead where it's just blood, 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 blood. But I think it's also probably the realisticness versus like way extreme where when you're in a horror movie, you're kind of taken away to another world where you're like, yeah, some of this could happen, but some of this is just batshit crazy and it's very extreme. Yeah. And then in more like war type movies or things that are just more in the realm of this could actually happen yeah. or this is happening watch, or like, based a on a true story. Like, this is someone's son. I know. This is someone's <laughs> son getting their arm completely obliterated. And it's can't just. Handle it. Yeah, I think that's where the grossness comes from. But that is interesting because I'm the same way. I actually have a question for you because we talk so much about like horror, paranormal, ghosts. 
And I know where I stand on this, but I feel like we don't talk about it as much. Where are you on, like, enjoying true crime and murder stories? Oh, I love true crime and murder stories. Which I figured I feel you like did. I, I love, like, the really weird shit. Yes. I do. Or, like, the really depraved stuff. Which mm. is, again, like, why? What is wrong with I you? know. <laughs> why are our brains working that way? Um, I mean, I, I think it. that's a fascination that a lot of people have. You look at, like, how popular serial, making a murderer, the jinx, like, mm-hmm. you look at how popular those true crime TV shows are and, like, miniseries are. And I think it's a fascination that a lot of people have, even when they don't know. Th- I mean, I remember I had to do some sort of report in, like, seventh or eighth grade and I don't remember if it was about a... Se- I'm sure it was. I went to, a, like, a, a Lutheran grade school, so I guarantee the report was not about a serial killer. But I remember having to do some sort of research on serial killers. You're just writing maybe a report on murders like, and you're Maybe like, I was just, like, <laughs> doing my own research. I just remember Googling it, and I found, like, one of those websites that was, like, you could click on a letter... And it would give you, like, every serial killer whose last name started with M. And I remember just, like, reading and reading and reading. And it was like, how how did you sleep? Mm -hmm. How did you not have nightmares? Oh, I do. I have nightmares, like, every night. But, like, how (laughs) did you survive this? I know. I I was obsessed. Yeah, I found – I remember in junior high starting my fascination with murderers. And it's like, I don't know why I wasn't going insane or trying to sleep in my parents' bed every night. Because I would just stay up late in the dark on our family computer, which was in the basement. Yep. Just like read – yeah, in the basement. Basement In the dark, late at night, reading about serial killers and murderers. a bag of Doritos. I probably do as well. No, it was – Usually kitchen cooked potato chips, which is an Illinois what? thing. Did you ever eat kitchen cooked? Oh, yeah, cooked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know they kitchen cooked. I can see the label. Yes. <laughs> I would have a bag. Doritos was like, I mean, I know Doritos has been around for a while, but I feel like that, like 2000, they had like another surge. It oh, was totally. like they got they more back. flavors. <laughs> cool range. So, yeah, so Doritos was like the thing. And I would get a whole bag of Doritos and I would sit down there. And just, yeah, after my parents went to bed, basement computer, eat the entire bag of Doritos. I do not understand how I was, like, 100 pounds until I turned, well, like, 19. that was when metabolisms decided to work for yeah, us. Yeah, all I did was <laughs> sit at the computer and read weird shit and eat Same. entire bags of Doritos. Yeah. Yeah, but, and then, um, again, like, once I started reading, reading, like, books, book-wise, I started reading Anne Rule. I don't know if you ever read mm-hmm. anything. Stranger Beside Me. Yes. The Green River Killer. Uh-huh. She's incredible. Uh-huh. Her, I'm reading one of her books right now. I don't remember what it's called. But it was about like this like, it's about these two, I don't know, I'm not even going to get into it because I can't even tell you. I've, I've only read like the first three chapters. But it's about like a husband and wife murderer duo. Ooh. Yeah. Those are really fascinating. I know. Where it's and like, right let's now, team up yeah. and do this. And right now at the place I am is still kind of talking about like how they got married. And it's like, boring. I yeah. want to hear about About the murders. I just I remember reading like the back flap. The back flap. The back flap. <laughs> what a terrible word. I was reading the back flap. Oh um, gosh. I have a back flap. I feel it right now. <laughs> I was reading the back flap. But it was like incest. Murder, 
marriage. And I was like, yep. I'm in. I know. And that's how so many people are. (laughs) You feel so gross about it, but we all, it's like you said, we all do it. And I think it's just that fascination of like, I can't believe someone's mind can go to that place where they want to do these things. And it's nuts, which that's another great thing about this podcast is it's also stuff we're going to talk about, like the crazy brains that folks in this world have. And I know. It's very exciting. I believe episode three is going to be about uh, sociopaths Sociopath. and psychopaths. So that's going to be, we're going to get real into the. I'm so excited about that. I can't wait to do the research. I know. And then not sleep. And then never sleep again. <laughs> Can I tell you the embarrassing story of how I started Please. getting into true crime? It's not even from like a scary movie. So my sister and I, again, shout out to Julia. She's just really. Julia. She made me who I am today. Um, no, we would always rent, we go to the local family video, oh, if you God. recall. Oh, God, did you rent the same movie every week like Pretty I much, did? yeah. Okay. But, and it was eventually scary movies, but a lot of the time we rented a good old movie with Jennifer Lopez called Selena, if you recall. <laughs> I and do. And obviously Selena is not about murder until the very, very end, but- Spoiler! Spoiler alert hey, for listen, Selena. Hey, listen, it's a true life story that the world should know about by now. No, but it was so fascinating to me that, like, the leader of her fan club and someone who was so close to her family was her murderer. Because in the movie, they kind of make her look like this crazy lady. So you're like, it's not that weird that she buckled and killed her. But if you do the research, this woman in reality was, like, so close to their family. Like, basically, like, a sister to Selena. And then she eventually stole money from them and did all this crazy shit. And, like, there then a distance came between them and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like... She was so close to them. She was this trusted person in their life. And then she shot and killed Selena. And I was like, what is this? Like, what drives someone to do that? And that's like so weird that that is then where my true crime fascination came from was from Selena. I I really do think my first was when I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And at the beginning of the movie, it said based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What? I know that's insane." That but then, of course, so messed up. yeah. But the no, the true, the actually, yeah, the yeah. In in the movie, that's insane. But the true story is a stretch because all it was was it was based off of Ed Gein, mm-hmm. who not even from Texas. I think it was like Wisconsin or Wyoming or something. Ed Gein, who only actually killed like two women. Suspected of maybe five, but only actually proven to kill two. two women. And the like based on a true story, all that was based on was like when they when they investigated Ed Gein's house, he had like lampshades made of skin. He had like a human suit like with women's skin. He had kneecaps. Up. I know. He had kneecaps. 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 As the, like, leveler for a table. Okay, like, when his well, table was wobbly, you'd take a so kneecap and shove it under there. So he was a very messed No, he man. was very messed up. But what he would do is he would go to, like, local cemeteries and dig up bodies. Oh, so this wasn't from so all the bodies he would watch. He yeah, so he would watch, um, okay. he would, you know, watch the obituaries. And when he saw, like, a young woman was murdered, or, or well, I think he, it was all women. When he saw a woman was murdered, when he saw a woman had died... <laughs> Whether Maybe natural causes, <laughs> natural causes, or murder, he would go dig up the body and take it home and skin it, and he would use the skin for stuff. I mean, he had, I guess he had like a, an obsession with his mom, so he made the suit, which is where a psycho comes from. I was gonna say, look at all these Norman people Bates. who have obsessions with their moms, and then are like, "I'm gonna kill everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna kill everyone and make 
uh, suits out of their skin. But that's where uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs comes right. from. That's where Norman Bates comes from. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre all comes from Ed Gein. And Ed Gein, it turns out, is just like a really nice dude who is kind of fucked up. Just a like, little messed up Like, he's not that nice. He brain. killed some people. But when he was taken away, he was put in an, an insane asylum. He was, or not an asylum, but, you know, a, a mental institution, not jail because he was very obviously insane and they said he was he was the nicest person that that's so weird that so they ever was just something of. off in his brain yeah he was just fucked up probably Man. abused probably yeah yeah it's like so i think that was the first that time that i was like true story tell me more <laughs> yeah that's i don't crazy. even think i had google back then. i think i had did yahoo it oh gosh when yahoo was the thing <laughs> yeah <Yahoo. laughs> <laughs> that nightmare. used to be life i know now every time like i get on someone's computer or a computer at like a business or something and i open the browser and it goes to yahoo.com i'm like you're a, are you what that's like this when you get 1999 it's when you get an email from Google a hotmail now. account too whenever someone oh, emails God. me and it's from hotmail i'm like are you real <laughs> get rid of this awful hotmail account i know i'm real judgy too i remember my last job i had to get email addresses a lot and every time they were like at aol.com i would give them the side eye <laughs> are like, you sure are you, you sure? want to go with that <laughs> like that's your story they were either older than 70 or that had to be their junk mail yeah, you know like, I, I don't mean? want to give like, you my real I'm not going to give you my Gmail address, but I so will rude. give you my MSN oh messenger my handle. MSN. <laughs> oh my gosh, let me give you my AIM screen name. Oh, Jesus. Mine had a lot of squigglies. Squigglies? Or the, the little, they're not emojis. What are they called? These guys. A little squiggly and like an oh, exclamation yeah, point. Line, and then like, like the upside down like exclamation point. Yeah. And then like... Do you remember the one that was like a circle and it had little spokes? A circle nope. with spokes. It's fine. It's still various, I believe it's various there. characters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those um, were the good old days. We got a little off track. It's totally sure did. fine. Uh, we are actually going to answer some questions. Believe it or not. People um, actually submitted people questions. People actually submitted questions. <laughs> Where are they? Some of them may or may not be related to us, but they were still questions. Oh, no, no. All of them are are related to us. Uh, We could have lied about a couple. (laughs) uh, No, we did receive questions for our first episode, um, all from family and friends, but they are really good questions, so we're going to answer them. First question is from my handsome boyfriend, Joe. I just want to make sure everyone knows how handsome he is. Very handsome. Do you remember the first time... You experience something you cannot explain. The first time. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I remember like the very first. I mean, one of the weirdest, and I kind of touched on this earlier saying my that my house may or may not have been haunted. There were many times where I remember vividly talking to someone in my room um my bedroom growing up had two twin beds in it because at one point me and my sister shared a room and then she got her own but the other twin bed just stayed in my room and then anytime I had sleepovers my friend would sleep there but there was usually a vacant bed next to me and I have memories or so I think where I was talking to someone on that bed like a friend I don't know if it was just in my imagination a dream or if there truly was someone there But I have memories of talking to someone on several occasions up in my room while I was playing there. And then flash forward to when we moved out when I was about 11 and we switched houses. The woman that moved in after us 
moved out after only a couple of months. And we were like, what the heck? Like, we lived in that house for years. What's her problem? And our realtor, who was also her realtor, told us she moved out because she was freaked out by the little girl who was talking to her upstairs. And those were her exact words. And my parents, I love them to death, but I don't think they super buy into the paranormal world. And they were just like, this woman's nuts. Like, I can't (laughs) believe she thought a little girl was living upstairs. Like, what is she talking about? But me and I think my sister were both kind of like, whoa, Whoa, like, was I talking to someone up there? Yeah, like, which is why I say maybe I had a really creative imagination growing up or maybe I truly was hanging out with a ghost friend. Yeah, so that was kind of my first brush with something where I'm like, it could have been a dream. It totally could have. This woman could have been on some drugs. We don't know. But it could have been a little ghost girl, you know? I think mine was the the earliest one I can remember. It's actually one of my first, my earliest memories because I don't I don't actually have a really great memory. Like Joe, for oh, example, gosh, knows like the birthday and phone number of every friend he had past the age of six. I and don't they're know like how middle names. That. It's insane. I don't remember shit. Like no. if we weren't friends in ninth grade, who are you? But I think one of my very first memories, and it was also so strange, was right after my Aunt Donna passed away. And she passed away when I was, I believe I was three. And this had to have been, I had to have been four or five. So basically, we were traveling somewhere. I We had to have been, because I had been taken from my bed and just like put in the car. Because anytime we like took a vacation, we would drive and my dad would wake us up or get us in the car we would start driving at like three or four in the morning because mm-hmm. my dad wanted to like be every human that could possibly sure. be traveling anywhere yeah, we always maniac. did that okay cool so it was very normal was like, illinois thing. to florida okay. <laughs> let's leave bright and early get there at 10 p.m we made the whole day cool. yeah so it was something like that because i'd been taken from my bed and like laid in the back seat to continue sleeping mm-hmm. and as i was laying there sleeping i had opened my eyes and my aunt donna her face was right in front of me Hmm. but it was just her head and then she kind of faded away after her shoulders but she was just laying there with me and she was talking but no sound was coming out i could see her lips moving moving it seemed like she was talking to me and i was so it was very peaceful i wasn't scared i but i remember being like she's dead and i don't understand why she's in the how she's in the car with us right Right. now and then she just sat there and talked to me but again i couldn't hear no sound was coming out Uh until i fell asleep and i just remember being like okay something weird just happened right do you think there's a chance you were asleep or do you think like i was 100 percent there could have been a chance that i was asleep but it was just it was felt so so real real. i mean she was just there in front of me and i I mean, it could have been a dream, but I can I can still remember the way that I felt laying in the car. You know when you're, like, laying in a car and yes. it's driving? Yeah. And you're, like, feeling the bumps in totally. the road and, like, mom and dad are being really quiet. So it's, like, the most peaceful thing like the in the sleep. world. 
if i could that that my parents did that all the time like if i wouldn't sleep they would put me in my car seat and we'd go for a drive and they'd put me asleep it's so i think i could still do that 100 percent. like if i was at home and i was like i can't sleep i think my dad could like drive me around the block a couple times and i would pass out but i remember feeling like being in the car and feeling the like i could have been asleep yeah but it was still definitely the first time that i was like what just happened right how old were you? Did you I say? had to be four or five. Okay. She yeah, passed away nice. when I was three, and I don't think I have memories from when I was three. Right. I feel like you start mm-hmm. to remember things around four or five. I mean, some people are crazy, and they're like, I remember being two. I'm like, you're lying. But <laughs> Every time someone says that, I'm like, I don't think so. I don't but think But I don't know. Right. If Joe said, like, oh, I have a memory from when I was two, I'd, believe I'd probably him. be like, yeah, probably. You're insane. <laughs> he does rattle off stories from his past so easily. Yeah, and like, for be like, me, one I'm time like, when I was six and I was playing hockey in the backyard and this, uh, my friend rolled up. His name was Johnson Johansson and he <laughs> lived at 1929 Oak Bark Street. Like, yeah. And he had a green hockey puck it's like what happened <laughs> i don't remember because i was too worried about the specifics right <laughs> oh my gosh that's so fun next question is oh this one comes from my friend angela hey angela hey angela thanks for asking how has believing in the paranormal affected your personal relationships if at all for me, it has never really affected a relationship that I was already in. Like, it's not like I was, like, dating someone and then, like, a year later they were like, I can't take this paranormal stuff. But it definitely affects, like, new like new relationships, like meeting people. Like, especially there's been times where I've been, I don't know, at a party or hanging out with someone new and like paranormal stuff comes up, whatever it may be, whether it's like aliens or ghosts or ectoplasm, like whatever (laughs) it is, something strange comes up and they're immediately like, I don't believe that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you don't believe that stuff. You don't believe that stuff. That's fine. But especially if I tell a story like if I'm like oh this one time this happened like if I told a story about my aunt Donna and someone was like you were just asleep Mm -hmm. it's like I really I truly don't think I was you're right I might have been just asleep that's a total totally valid like explanation but I really don't think that I was asleep Mm -hmm. but when they're just like no that didn't happen or like I don't believe you it's a huge turnoff. It's the shutdown that you're like, okay, well, you're not really giving me a chance or <laughs> yeah. having an open mind. But Well, the thing is, if you're a non-believer, there's no convincing you. And mm-hmm. I would never try to convince you. I'm never going to try and convince someone that ghosts are real because I don't know if they're real. I've sure. had a lot of experiences that are weird and unexplainable, but I'm not sitting here being like, nope, it's a ghost. Totally. But if you're one of those people that's like, I don't believe in that, that's not real. Yeah, it affects... It, it definitely would stop me from, like, calling them to hang out. Sure. I, I think it like, affects the relationship. Yeah. You're not going to get as close to them as you would have no. if they were willing to be open and Maybe hear you out. Maybe the same if you're, like, if you're deeply religious mm-hmm. and you met someone who's like, I don't believe in religion and I think it's stupid. It's like, okay. as much as I like you, like, I feel like this kind is going to become. Kind of insulted my being. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is going to become a problem. Sure eventually maybe maybe not maybe not be friends yeah which speaking of religion that kind of plays into 
how I would answer this question because I run in a circle that has a lot of Christians in it. I made a lot of the friends that I have and met my husband at a church in Los Angeles, which I don't attend anymore, but I'm very thankful for it because I met a lot of great people there. But the conversation that I kept running into was anytime I wanted to talk about ghosts or the paranormal or true crime and murder, which I thought would be a little more of an open road. <laughs> it's like, it happens. Like, you know, for sure it happens. Yeah, um, it's a real thing. I would get completely shut down or just like questioned or... I don't know. People would talk to me in kind of a condescending way. That was the response I got a lot of just like, oh, well, you know, I I kind of associate those feelings towards, you know, demons and Satan. So if you're going to be talking about that, like, kind of sounds like you. I'm going to need my rosary. Yeah, like kind of sounds like you're leaning towards like Satan worshiping. And I just no one would ever call me a Satan worshiper, but they would tiptoe around it and dance around it. And I've told That story that I just told you about how there may have been a little ghost up in my room, I've told that story to so many people at that church. And the people who are still my friends today were the people who were open to hearing it and were like, yeah, that could have been real. And I'm like, oh, I love you. (laughs) And those are the people that I held on to. But I had so many people just look me in the eye and be like, well, I mean you think you saw what you saw and like, I guess that's cool, but I just, I really don't believe that. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. I think a lot of people too, like really religious people think that paranormal phenomena somehow like discredits their God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a believer. So like, I, I can't really, I can't really speak to that, but I can say, like, I don't know. I think it's it's the same. Those those kind of people kind of seem to me like the same kind of people that take whatever the parts of the Bible that they like exactly and use that, and then disregard whatever else. Yeah, they forget about the love everyone and keep the peace, and are just like, wait, this one verse in the Bible. Yeah, and but and also, you know, you read the Bible, and it's like. There's things that happen. It's like, that that was a ghost. Right. <laughs> like a ghost visited him. Right. Don't you see? Remember that? <laughs> Remember the I've ghost read this that shit before. Right. It's not shit. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm making it's the fun. sign of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking to the Spectacle Holy Spirit right now. You guys watch. are missing it. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Um, no, and I... I'm definitely not a majorly religious person. I mean, I believe in God and I I guess I hate the label Christian because there's so many negative things associated with Christian, especially in our world today. Mm. People are really being horrible Christians. But I mean, I do. I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. I will say that. But I also completely believe in the paranormal. And I don't think like one can, like if one exists, the other cannot. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of... Yeah, I can see where that would um, affect some relationships. Sure. And this may have had some people turn off our podcast just now. It's like, (laughs) hey, but we're open to a discussion. And we've even said we'd probably have a podcast. One of our episodes will probably be about religion. And we want to bring on some guests that are on both ends of the spectrum. Because it's fascinating. I'm technically an atheist. Um, I'm very spiritual, but I don't necessarily believe in God. So... I'm an atheist, you're a believer, so I think it'd be cool if we got, like, one more atheist and one, one more, more believer. believer to just come on and have a discussion. Totally. But no assholes allowed. I right. will not have an asshole. Just an open debate. <laughs> healthy debate. Healthy debate. Healthy conversation. Totally. Um, we have one more question 
and it is from <laughs> our Lauren favorite person. Mom. My uh, mom, Jane Myers. Thank you for submitting, mother. No kidding. It's literally my favorite question because it's so funny. Um, how did your years growing up influence your weirdness and are your families a factor? <laughs> She's it's totally like she wondering. saw it and was like, this is how I'll get the, the truth. It's like, wait, why is <laughs> what my did daughter I do? so weird? What, what did, did I, I do, do wrong? Mom, you did nothing wrong. <laughs> I would say the awesome part about my parents was they, my mom and dad never talked about murder, never talked about ghosts. Like I said, I'm not even sure if they believe in the paranormal because it was never really talked about. But what my parents did do was always encourage us to believe in whatever we wanted. And Mm -hmm. that's why I love them so much and how in a way they do play a factor because they watched their daughter run around like a weirdo in the backyard for hours on end, possibly talking to a ghost, possibly just talking to imaginary friends. I watched their daughter like not get invited to birthday parties for being such a little weirdo, wanting to watch scary movies, like all of that. And they totally encouraged me to just be me and embrace whatever I wanted and be that little strange child. And so in that way, I think I was able to pursue this weirdness and pursue being the person I wanted to be because they had such an open, cool household. And we're a family of theater people. And I just have to say theater people are the best. And I know you can agree. You went to college for that. And it's like... Theater people are just the most, like, loving, welcoming, like, be whoever you want to be. And if it, you're weird, it's even better. Yeah. So the weirder like, you are, the more I'm going to like you. Yeah. So that's how I was raised. And then, as I've said multiple times this episode, my sister, of course, was Julia! like, Emma's Like, we loved watching Ghost Hunter shows together. Like, anything creepy we would watch together. Even though we weren't allowed to watch, like, the scary, scary stuff, we would absolutely find a way. I just don't even... I don't know if my parents didn't know what I was watching mm-hmm. and I was being like a sneaky little shit right. or if they knew and they were just they like, she's out. fine. And I'm fine, I think. I think I turned out okay, but I watched some shit. I cannot believe this stuff. I mean, I was watching, I remember uh, me and my childhood best friend Chelsea um, watching Nightmare on Elm Street in like fifth grade. I did too, There's very young. Titties. Uh-huh. There's sex. There's just horrific gore. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Right. I feel like I feel like they could they couldn't have known. I think yeah, you were probably doing it behind their backs. That's how I did it. I was not allowed to watch anything till I was thirteen. Like they that PG thirteen rule was so <laughs> was real in my house. Strict. Yeah, it was like if I was twelve and a half, they were still like hell no. But yeah. I'd watch them at friends' houses. Or if they'd leave us with the babysitter when I was old enough to stay home alone, I'd find like Freddy Krueger movies on TV and watch them, which granted the nudity wouldn't be on them, but still all the blood. And I remember like being pretty freaked out by a couple of the Freddy Krueger movies. My mom would come home and see that I was clearly shaken up, but I couldn't tell her why. I'd be like, oh, I just, I I saw something weird, but I like wouldn't go into it. Weird leaf in the yard. (laughs) There was a weird leaf in the yard. Um, I mean, yeah, so scary movies, my parents obviously let me watch them, or didn't, I don't know, but then also, this was totally weird. One time, I was at Thanksgiving dinner at my mom's side of the family, this was back in Illinois, but I lived in LA, um, I was actually, at the time, I was living in Van Nuys with Robin, Mm -hmm. and I had gone home for that Thanksgiving, and at the time, I was dealing with a very interesting situation, where... I had what I thought was a ghost in my apartment. Mm -hmm. 
that had also been in the apartment before that. I remember this. So that it had followed me from my first apartment in Hollywood to my apartment in Van Nuys. And that kind of bothered me because um, I'd lived in places that I thought were haunted before, but this kind of bothered me because it followed me to a new place. So it mm. wasn't like a, you know, what people would call a residual haunting. Right. So it was kind of, you know, it was weird. But I, I began talking about it while we were um, sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner. It was like me and my mom and her mom and all of her sisters, which there's like five. And we're all sitting there. And I begin to talk about it, and I I assume that they're going to be like, okay, you're crazy. But they were just, like, nodding their heads. They were just, like, listening and nodding. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when I was done telling them the whole story, they were like, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Hello? And then they all shared their <laughs> stories. Like, they all started, like, oh, in my apartment or in my house now, and, like, oh, when we lived here... And, uh, you know, uh, my aunts would be like, my daughter sees ghosts everywhere she goes and blah, blah, blah. That's and nuts. basically my grandma was like, it, it seems to run in the family. And it was like the coolest shit. That's because so like cool. I assumed immediately that they would just be like, well, you're crazy. But they sure. all had their own stories. I and that. I really think that it's something that like experiencing that kind of paranormal stuff. Uh, is something that you can be born with. Like some people are just I born... Agree a little bit more open to that kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you look at like, because I feel like my mom is very open to that kind of stuff. She can sense things like that. She can she can hear the things that I'm hearing. Like when we lived in our house uh, uh, growing up, some weird stuff happened. There was also a little girl. I had friends who saw her. I remember um, I've seen her. A lot of people heard her. Um, but you could hear her like upstairs, for example, like if mm-hmm. you're in the living room, you could hear her upstairs and the four of us, my mom and I and my sister and my father would be sitting in the living room and I take after my mom. I look like my mom. We have the same personality. We're mm-hmm. like the same person. Mm-hmm. Her and I could hear it and be like, <clears throat> you don't hear that. And my sister who takes after my father, uh-huh. she looks like my father. She acts like my father. The two of them Never couldn't heard hear it. it. That is even crazier. So like, it was you guys very were just more strange. open to it. Yeah, we're just sitting there like she's reading a magazine and I'm watching TV and we hear something. We look at each other and we're like, you hear that? And they're sitting there like, you're crazy. There's no sign. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, that was oh nice. Gosh. But my mom was also the fucking coolest. She bought me uh, my first Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I think my first, I don't think I've ever had another Ouija board because they kind of scare me. But yeah, those. she bought me, me one of those like glow in the dark um, Toys R Us Ouija boards. Oh, mom. <laughs> and uh, um, she would also, like when we would play with it in the basement, my mom would stay upstairs and she would whisper in the vents to scare the shit out of us. Oh, my gosh. The That's the kind of mom I want to be. Yeah. I want to just scare the shit out of It my was kids. the best. <laughs> hey, there's a ghost behind you. <laughs> like just saying the weirdest stuff to us. Thank you for submitting questions, guys. Yeah, that was awesome. We we hope every week that we'll be able to tell you what the next week's episode is going to be about, who the guest is going to be, etc., so that you can ask us questions about uh, whatever it is we're going to be talking about. Or if you have any questions in general, like, I'll archive that shit. I'll put it in whatever episode we can fit it into. But that's going to be all for us this week. 
we hope to have a new episode, like we said, each week. We're going to post it on our Facebook and Twitter Twitter pages, so just give us a follow. Keep It Weird is the group name on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast. You can email us questions whenever you like to keepitweirder at gmail.com because Keep It Weird was taken. Rude. <laughs> We're also going to be setting up a Patreon where you can donate money to us each month if you like, and it will get you perks. And Patreon's just a website for... I mean, it's for anyone who's creating stuff, but a lot of podcasters use it to um, to connect with their fans, get donations from their fans. And the podcast is always going to be free to listen to. We'll never charge for a listen to the podcast, but our Patreon is going to be pretty cool. We're going to set it up so that uh, it's going to have perks that go along with it. Like, for example, $5 a month will get you like a weekly newsletter with each episode where we send you um, like sources and links and stuff to the things that we talked about. $10 a month will get you the newsletter as well as photos and videos of us recording and visiting different haunted and weird places. And uh, $15 a month We'll get you the newsletter, the pics, and the videos, as well as we're hoping to do a bonus live video every month where we'll be doing anything from drinking a lot of wine and watching a scary movie (laughs) that you recommend to us or, like, participating in a seance. And all the money donated will go to making Keep It Weird a better podcast, whether it be buying better sound and video equipment or travel expenses for when we stay in haunted hotels or... The price of the murder tour that we really want to take. We really want to do the murder <laughs> tour, but we definitely need help. Need help. Um, <laughs> and we want to investigate different paranormal hotspots around Los Angeles, and we want to make sure that we can take you with us every step of the way. But we just need we need your help to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Next week on Keep It Weird, we're gonna have a really wonderful, handsome, charming guest. <laughs> who just so happens to be my boyfriend Joe. Ooh. I know. There's gonna be some flirting. <laughs> Lots of flirting. flirting. Can't wait. I'm gonna be a third wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is an anthropology minor, and we're going to be having a close encounter. Ooh. I'm so Talking so excited. Aliens. Yeah, so you know the topic for next week. Submit mm-hmm. questions to the Gmail ask account. Us, if, ask us some cues. If you got any cues, let us know. We'd love to include you guys we want this to be everyone's podcast every the podcast for the people that's right for the weird people for the weird people <laughs> our weirdos um <gasps> did you think of a sign-off a sign-off eh how about eat your veggies eat your veggies and keep it weird and eat keep your it veggies weird. and keep it weird <laughs> we're gonna work on that but we'll for today eat your veggies and keep it weird